0: hello and welcome am i too loud for you (laughs) been accused of that i live all right hello and welcome to brand new episode of top 10 i'm your host joe johnson my guest here today is tim williams welcome thank you host of collection reflection and other things um thank you very much and uh but I was
1: going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converter. I just I had to have something <clears throat> like the old days. What
0: was uh What was Uncle Owen's response to that? Uh, you can waste time with your friends. I don't know later. <laughs> um. All right. So I invited Tim to take part in our top ten podcast, and I had him suggest the topic, which of course. The topic he came up with was right up my alley. Um, Today we are going to talk about our all-time favorite Star Wars toys. Um, You know, uh, Star Wars came out when I was uh, 10 years old and just had such a huge impact on me as a kid. Um, As a matter of fact, the very first thing that I ever saw that had Star Wars characters on it was this little magazine that I got at summer camp, and you can see the date on it. It says uh, May uh, May 11th, 1977. I was actually at summer camp when school let out, so I got this probably in June, early June, and this was my first exposure to Star Wars, and the fact that I still have this flimsy little magazine today uh, tells you about the impact that it, the visual impact it had on me immediately as a 10 year old kid um tim do you remember your first exposure to star wars when you were
1: like what the heck is this all about um okay so i would have only been five when star wars came out and um it's it's kind of fuzzy the the memories i'm not exactly sure what was first and and what wasn't there's a few things that stick out um, one of the things was Burger Chef toys. They had I want to say they had Happy Meals before or they had kids' meals before McDonald's had happy meals. So not only did they have commercial with R2 D2 and C3PO in it, but I don't even think I'd seen the commercial. I think I was just eating there and got a kids' meal and it had like cardboard cutouts and stuff like that. That that that's one thing. Um I, I do remember my first action figure, and I don't think I had seen the movie yet. Um, it was, I'm guessing, my sixth or seventh birthday. Um, and my next-door neighbor, was a couple years younger than me, he comes over. I remember I remember this, like, perfectly. <laughs> it was like, I think I, got, I, I was up early, like, Saturday morning, watching cartoons. He comes over, knocks on the door. And we, we hadn't really been friends yet. I don't even remember if we'd met. I think they had probably just moved in. So he knocks on the door hands me the present, and it's just like, doesn't even say anything, and leaves. So I'm like, okay, that's weird, but <laughs> anyway, you know, so I open it, and yeah, and it was uh, Chewbacca, it was like the original Chewbacca figure, mm. uh, but I just remember looking at the back of the package, and just, you know, being obsessed, but then it turns out that, you know, he became my best friend, and he had like everything, which I'll, I'll mention again later, but um, th- th- those are the two biggest memories that, that stick out. And then I, I'm assuming, maybe I already knew what Star Wars was, but I, I remember getting my tonsils out, and there was like a kid there that was drawing pictures of Darth Vader and stuff. So in my mind, I don't think I had seen it yet, so I didn't really know what he was drawing. But um, but that's uh, those are like the three things that stick out, and I don't know what order they were in really.
0: Uh, yeah. I, um, following, you know, going to the summer camp and getting that little magazine, <clears throat> um, I didn't see Star Wars, uh, till probably a month or so later, because I remember begging to go see it. Um, in the meantime, there was stuff hitting stores like Marvel Comics and stuff like that before I got a chance to see the movie. So I read the Marvel Comics before I saw the movie. So I knew the whole story. I knew everything about Star Wars. I just hadn't seen the movie yet, and... Uh, I have such a, a vivid memory of loading up into the family vehicle, um, driving to Beacon East Movie Theater, um, which is, uh, was in East Detroit at the time, and seeing Star Wars on the marquee and, and going, oh, my God, we're finally going to see Star Wars. And uh, like I said, it just had such a huge impact on me um, as a kid. Now, one thing they sort of messed up on, Uh, was not anticipating the, the response that they would get from fans and kids. And so there were no toys in the stores when Star Wars came out, which today is unthinkable, unimaginable, that there was no Star Wars toys. So Star Wars came out on May 25th, 1977. And so when Christmas rolled around and kids were demanding Star Wars toys, there was nothing to be found in stores. Um, so this is kind of what they got instead.
2: Star Wars figures, R2B2. Chewbacca, Luke, and Princess Leia. They are the Star Wars Early Bird set of figures. These action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package is in stores with this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February first and June first. The Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package, new from Kenner.
0: So imagine as a kid getting this certificate on Christmas Day and saying you're going to have to wait for these figures to arrive. Um, yeah. I, I don't know when they ship. Do you have any idea when the early bird
1: figures actually shipped? I want to say from what I've read, I don't think they shipped until summer. Oh, my God. It, it could have been spring, but <clears throat> but from what people have, have said, it, in my mind, it's it, they didn't get them until summertime.
0: Wow. That's uh, Imagine that anticipation of being a kid and you're probably, wanting the when toys. You're,
1: when you're a kid and just the way things go, you'd probably kind of forgot about it. By yeah, time, right. If it was spring or, uh, you know, especially summer. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, and so
0: then um, sometime after that is when the, the figures started arriving in stores. Um, and I brought one of my original figures. Here. So what we have here. Is the original Luke Skywalker? This is my land speeder and Luke Skywalker from when I was a child. Um, I still have all my figures, all the accessories. Um, still have everything in pretty much mint condition. Uh, I kept everything in a vinyl carrying case, a Star Wars action figure carrying case. So that helped me keep everything contained and together. And so I hardly lost any weapons or anything. I had all that stuff. I even sent away. For, like, the accessory packs where you got, like, backpacks and gas masks and all sorts of stuff. Um, I still have all that stuff. So I have my original figures and some of my original vehicles. Uh, unfortunately, when I got a little older, I ended up selling a lot of my stuff. And this is when there wasn't a whole lot of interest in Star Wars. So uh, I didn't get top dollar for the stuff when I sold it. I remember selling an entire box of of uh figures or not figures of uh, vehicles and some other stuff for like $35 for like a whole box. There was a Millennium wow. Falcon in there, the troop transporter. <laughs> um you had that too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so I sold that entire box for $35 cuz I needed the money. And I had to I had oh. to like negotiate uh to get that. Uh I was dealing with a store you're familiar with where they're like, get out of here with that stuff, and I'm like, come right. on, give me something. Yeah, exactly. And Go almost start your own story. <laughs>
1: exactly,
0: and uh, you know, immediately regretted selling all that stuff. Um, and so I've I've since bought back a couple of pieces that I really treasured. Um, but yeah, I regret selling all that stuff. Do you still have some of your original uh, vintage stuff?
1: I I still have some, not not a ton, but what happened with me was it had to be, well, it was. I know it was before Return of the Jedi came out. So it was between Empire and Return of the Jedi. All of this, I, pro- I probably got a ton of Empire Strikes Back stuff for Christmas. And um, I took a bunch of it up. We went camping. We used to go camping up north um, or in the UP at these cabins. And <clears throat> my sister and my cousin thought it would be great fun to take all of my figures and go hide them throughout the campground. Oh. Well, they didn't remember where they had hit them. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was upset about it, but I remember like my mom being very upset about it. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I do have like some of my vehicles survived. They're not in great shape or anything. I don't think any of my accessories or, or, uh, original weapons or anything survived. And there might be a few, but, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do have, I do have some of my original figures still. Yeah, I, I love them. I, I
0: treasure uh, my original figures. I mean, they gave me so many hours of, of playtime. So um, I'm looking around for my top ten list. Uh, oh, there it is. <laughs> I thought I forgot to bring it in. <clears throat> All right, you want to get into it? Sure. So what we're gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start with number ten and count up to five, and then I'll throw it over to you to start at your ten and work your way up. Okay. Then we'll uh, or we'll go to six, and then uh, then I'll do my top five after you do yours. Okay. Um, so coming in at number ten, this is something I never owned, never bought. I kind of wish I would have, but I at the time I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this thing. But back in 2016, Fisher Price released a rideable land speeder for kids. Um, you know, like a motorized land speeder that kids can ride in. And I was like, oh my God, this thing is awesome. Now I don't have kids, so what am I going to do with this giant rideable land speeder? But I remember seeing it at Toys R Us. Uh, the retail price on it when it was new was about 500 bucks. And so I was kind of waiting to see if it was going to go on clearance and I never did catch it on clearance. But then Toys R Us went out of business and Never saw him again, um, and unfortunately, it has a hundred thirty-pound weight limit,
1: so I couldn't ride in it anyway.
0: Um, Tim, what were your uh, what's your memories of of seeing that rideable land speeder at Toys R Us? Well,
1: um, <coughs> I had told people that I was going to buy it because Toys R Us was going out of business, and the one right by my work that I would stop into all the time had a pile of them. But I was waiting yeah. for it to get under a certain price because I was like, well, oh. and so I'd I'd go in there like almost every day. And, uh, it, you know, I should have just bought it when it got down to I, I don't remember what it got down to. But I was like, well, I'll, I'll get it next time I come in. It'll might be down a little bit. Totally gone. Yeah, they were all gone. I was going to get it for my daughter. Who's just six now? So that yeah. was, that was. When did Toys R Us go out of business? Two or three years ago? Yeah, uh, yeah, not
0: too long uh, after these hit the store. So that was 2016. So Toys R Us closed their doors like
1: 2017, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just um, I should have known better. I should have just got it, but uh, yeah, but I didn't. I gotta yeah, think there was
0: amazing. A, there gotta be a but, surplus someplace because I remember seeing mountains of them at Toys R Us, and they didn't really move too well. So I'm thinking they're out there somewhere but yeah. um but yeah right now they sell for a pretty penny. Uh did it crack your top 10 at all or no?
1: No, it didn't. I did, I I hadn't even thought about that one at all. Um honestly. I just thought it's, it was it, so it, cool. It it is awesome, but you know, my list is more of stuff that I actually played with or not necessarily, but
0: Yeah. pretty much. Yeah. All right, number 9 on my list, um you know, when Hasbro relaunched uh, Star Wars in what, 97, I think it was. Um, started uh, out.
1: That would have been 95. I 95,
0: guess. okay. Um, <clears throat> they started out, you know, little figures and vehicles, and then they introduced their 12 inch line and released a ton of 12 inch figures. Their 12 inch figures were sort of hit and miss. Sometimes the likenesses were good, sometimes they were way off. Um, so I focused mostly on the Imperial figures. And so I was buying the 12 inch figures of, you know, Stormtroopers and variations of that and the Emperor and Darth Vader and, and all that stuff and had quite the collection. And again, eventually, just to make money and thin out some space, uh, I ended up selling a lot of that. Um, but there was one piece I could not part with because I thought it was so spectacular. And I brought it here with me today.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I do have that. I do have that somewhere. This
0: is the 12-inch Hasbro speeder bike with Biker Scout figure. This looks like something they would have used filming the movie. I mean, it's so accurate and so detailed. Um, It's just spectacular. It just blows me away at uh, the work that went into this thing. And so as I was selling off a lot of my collection, I, I just could not part with this it's so beautiful and i keep it on display at home um what are your thoughts of the the Hasbro 12 inch line and did you pick up any pieces and keep any pieces
1: oh yeah i i still have quite a few i still have that like i said put away somewhere um and but i did have that um at my old house excuse me i did have that on display for for quite a while just because it it was awesome i mean it um, compared to, like you said, compared to some of the other ones, it just wasn't. They just weren't. I don't know. They just, they just weren't that, that good likeness wise. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of. A lot of them were just outright goofy looking. Yeah. Like, I thought the stormtroopers
0: looked off, and and some of the other figures just
1: didn't quite look right. Which didn't make any sense because <clears throat> when when they started making them again, the smaller figures I thought were a lot more accurate. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they would have just made. You know bigger versions of them, yeah, to make the twelve inch figures, but they didn't they made um i mean, there were some that were great and and yeah i didn't I didn't think about that at all, but yeah that that uh i I guess I was like focusing more on stuff that I had as a as a kid,
0: oh, well, that's on my but, list too,
1: but yeah that that is an amazing piece, uh yeah, I'll have to dig that out, so <laughs> that came
0: out in two thousand, God, it's hard to believe that's twenty years ago now. Um, is part of the the Power of the Force line. So that's number nine on my list. Let's move on to number eight. Now, this entry, I don't know if this will be a popular entry on my list, but there's a reason for it. The reason is is that as a kid, when I was buying Star Wars figures, there were some things that they never released. And as a kid, I would wait for them to announce a a new figure that, that hasn't been made yet. And next thing you know, the entire vintage line, winds up, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's, there's stuff that they never gave us. One example is like Grand Moff Tarkin. We never got a vintage Grand Moff Tarkin figure in the line, and I don't understand that. They did some of the most obscure characters that appeared on screen, but a main character in the first Star Wars movie, Grand Moff Tarkin never got a vintage figure. Now, they remedied that just a year or two ago by including a vintage-looking Grand Moff Tarkin in the Escape from Death Star board game. Um, but I was always puzzled as a kid why we never got certain Well, they did come figures. out with
1: the one in, like, 97.
0: Oh, and the Power of the Force line. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, talking, I'm talking yeah. about the Vintage line. Oh, there was okay. stuff okay. I expected as a kid in the Vintage line that we never got. Right. Another one of those pieces that uh, ends up at number eight on my list is a figure that never appeared in the Vintage line, but eventually was included in the Power of the Force line, and I have it here with me today. Star
2: Wars, nothing but <laughs> Star Wars.
0: So what we have here is the Tusken Raiders bantha, such an iconic yes. creature from the original movie. We never got as a, a playable action figure toy as a kid, and I don't get that. <laughs> I don't understand it. And so when when Hasbro finally released this, this was in 1998. Uh, as part of the Power of the Force line, they finally released it, and I almost wept. As a grown man, I'm like, they finally I, released the Bantha.
1: I agree with you. I, I agree with you. And one thing, uh, one other thing that what what year did the Star Star Wars Holiday Special come out?
0: Was oh it, gosh, that was like seventy eight,
1: seventy nine, something like that. Yeah. Okay, because for some reason in my head, I. I think it it, it seems like I, this is probably wrong, but for some reason I think that I saw that before I actually saw the original Star Wars, <laughs> and I was so upset, and and I remember telling my best friend because he he hadn't seen it, and so I was telling about it the next day, and I was just the part that like just really upset me was like that the stormtrooper ruined uh, Chewbacca's kids yeah. ban- Banta stuffed animal toy. Or whatever, he like yeah. tore, tore that up. Yeah, so that, that that was like that part like totally stuck with me as a kid. So
0: why would so. they make a Bantha for the holiday special but never release one to the public? I mean, there might have. I don't know if they ever did like a plush version or anything like that. I don't remember seeing it. But yeah, it wasn't until 1998 we finally got a Bantha toy. So it's not not the most exciting entry on my list, but it means a lot to me because it was something I wanted as a kid, and it, I finally was able to add act- to my collection.
1: It actually makes me wonder what. <laughs> an original one would it look like yeah would it would it had the fur or would mm, it just been sculpted plastic probably not it probably wouldn't have looked a whole lot like it i mean you know the original stuff kind of looked like stuff yeah (laughs) right (laughs) now
0: the fact that they put like the fur on it and everything i it looks great i think it looks awesome and and
1: one thing that was really cool about that too is the way that you can like put the rider in there because the, the horns wrap around the legs mm-hmm. instead of having the old trap door. Exactly. That the original one set. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they included that uh, specific Tuscan Raider that able is able to sit on there uh, yeah. where the vintage figures. Yeah. They had the trap door mechanism where the legs went inside the live animal. Yeah. All right. So that's number eight on my list. Now, continuing the theme of finally getting something that I never got as a kid. Um, When uh, they released the original uh, vehicles, Star Wars vehicles in the 70s, they included the Landspeeder X-Wing TIE Fighter and maybe Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Um, And one thing that bugged me as a kid was the scale of the wings on the TIE Fighter. It just didn't look right (laughs) to me. It didn't look correct. And I guess they had to shorten them to get them into a box to put them on the toy store shelves. And it always bugged me that the toy didn't quite look like the TIE fighter in the movie. Um, so then when Hasbro re-releases, you know, the, or recontinues the line and they're releasing figures, they release another TIE fighter that has the same wings. And I'm like, with today's technology, you can't give us a, a accurate scale TIE fighter. Right. Well, finally they fixed it. And in 2005, originally released as a Target exclusive, they released the Tie Fighter with the correctly scaled wings. Tim, if you want to pick that up and show it to the camera, brought it with me today. They also corrected the back of it. Show the camera.
2: <laughs> wow! Yeah,
0: show the, the back, back of it to the uh, camera. They actually corrected the back of it too because the original one had a battery compartment that actually that right. also served. Yeah, that looks good. Um, it actually served like a, a you hold you held it from the battery compartment in the back. So they fixed that to make the, the, the rear of the TIE fighter accurate. They corrected the scale of the wings, and again, this thing looks like a model that might have been used for the filming of Star Wars. It is so spectacular, and uh, I normally have that hanging from my ceiling uh, with fishing line uh, with a, uh, a a nice accurate scale X wing as well. Did the wings um, pop off? They do. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the wings eject just like the vintage toy. And then, you know, of course, the the top opens. You could put a TIE fighter pilot in there. And um, so the fact that Hasbro eventually got around to making the correct scale wings uh, put this on my top ten list. I was so excited that they finally released the correct TIE fighter. Um, Tim, what was your memory of seeing this finally hit stores
1: you know i never had i don't believe i ever had an original tie fighter so uh my next door neighbor had it so we we played with it but i i don't know it wasn't it wasn't one of like my favorite things so uh but i did buy that when it came out i think yeah. i bought like two versions of the big wing one now yeah um, so yeah, I think
0: there's a white or a light gray version that came out later. That's the, original I have like a darker, darker I have yeah. like
1: a darker one okay. that it seems like it's like uh dark, dark blue or dark gray okay. or something like that. And I'm not sure where, I'm not even sure which, which one it is, but, yeah. uh, but yeah. And I think I might've bought that one too. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, I guess I didn't realize how much better. It, oh, it would it's look so much better. Yeah, I just didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. But then when they actually showed the the pictures of it, then yeah. it was like, oh, okay, that that's a now they lot did do better.
0: a. Eventually, Hasbro did a six inch scale Tie Fighter as part of their Black Series, but it's not from a New Hope. It's not from the original trilogy. It's it has like red markings on it, I think from the Force Awakens or something, and so I'm still waiting for them to do a six inch scale Tie Fighter from the original movie. And you know they. They have it. They just need to get the red markings off of it. So mm. I will grab the six-inch scale version if they ever release it. Um, all right. And number six on my list, and then we'll throw it over to you, Tim. Um, I, I'm convinced this has to be on your list. It's not <laughs> something I ever owned, but I am kicking myself for not buying one. Um, just kind of set this up. You know, uh, when I was a kid and, and uh, Return of the Jedi came out, I was getting a little older, At this point, I think I was, uh, I don't know, 15 or something when Return of the Jedi came out. And I saw it in the theaters, and I loved it, but I was at the point where I wasn't buying a lot of Star Wars toys anymore. Um, And so uh, Return of the Jedi didn't have a huge impact on my toy buying as as a young person. Um, And so I think when this was offered to us in recent years, I'm like, ah, it's Return of the Jedi. I'm not going to get it. And like I said, now I'm kicking myself. It is the... Jabba's Sail Barge from, uh what was it, Hasbro Vintage Collection. you um, talking
1: about the HasLab one?
0: Yeah, the HasLab one. So the story behind this is that Hasbro said they would produce it if they got 5,000 orders and they exceeded it. Uh, so once they exceeded 5,000 orders, they went ahead with the production. Now, again, the, the retail on it originally was $500. So that's another reason... Right, I didn't feel like shelling out five hundred dollars for a toy, but when I saw it and it shipped and people started sharing pictures and images of it, I'm like, this is one of the most spectacular Star Wars toys of all time. Mm. It comes with Jabba of the Hut. It comes with a carded yak face figure, and it has compartments that open and all these details. It is absolutely spectacular. Um as I was compiling this list out of curiosity, I went on eBay to see what they're going for on eBay. And on average, they sell for about $1,500 now on eBay. So even though 500 seemed excessive at the time, you will not get it for less than $1,000 today. Um, but yeah, it is a spectacular toy. Um, what was your impression of, uh, job as sail barge and, uh, did it crack your top 10?
1: I have it as my number nine. Okay. And, uh, I agree with you. I'm kicking myself for not doing it because even though it was 500 bucks, they did have, they did have payment plans for it. Mm. So you could, you didn't have to pay the whole 500 up front. You could have paid, I I don't know what it was, but you know, uh, there, they did have plans and, uh, yeah. So. The 40 minutes of Return of the Jedi that they are on Tatooine and the whole Jabba the Hutt thing, that that is probably my favorite sequence of all the movies. Oh, wow. And um, uh, it's just, um, yeah, I I guess I didn't realize really what it was, like, when, because it was the very first thing that HasLab did. Yeah. And um, I, I guess I, I just didn't even realize, like, what, it was or what it was going to be and then after i saw people getting it and 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 putting videos out or what yeah i immediately like regretted not, yeah not not doing it because oh, uh, man it is spectacular. Yeah, it's, it's one of the most awesome things that they probably made at all at this yeah. point as far as the smaller figures go
0: i agree um i don't have they announced any future offerings like are, are they polling and
1: well, they do. They. I don't think that they're going right back to Star. Oh, I. I don't know, but they're. Hmm. It's like they want to do their other properties. It seems like, okay. before they go back to Star Wars. Yeah,
0: I'd like to you see what they they're going to offer in the future, whether it's a Death Star playset or something. But you would think wow. that that would be yeah
1: that that would make sense. Yeah, that, that would be the next thing that they yeah. would do. I, I don't know what else would uh, generate that type of interest of uh, yeah. buzz, you know.
0: All right. So that was 10 through six. Uh, Tim, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, if, if we talked about something, just sort of recap it. Um, but let's start with number 10
1: on your list. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, mine are more of probably things that are just probably have more of a sentimental value to me, uh, for the most part. Uh, some things around here that I, I didn't necessarily have or own myself, but, there's a reason that most of these are, are on here. Um, so my number 10 is the original back. And that is because that was one of the first things that... Uh, pro- so, I, I mean, I might have got some stuff in between that Chewbacca, but I remember, like, for my birthday, like one birthday where I actually started getting Star Wars stuff. So that was, like, one of the first things that i had that was just a non a non-figure um i just uh and I, I still have it somewhere i don't think it's got the it's still got the saddle it doesn't have the the reins the, the reins. but yeah. it so like they've re-released it how many times in different versions yeah. and and i buy i think i buy it every single time <laughs> because it's got i mean this is like a better one like the first one that they i'm not sure which year this one was but they i mean I, I like this one um but like the first one that they did in the power of the force line uh wasn't that good i don't know if you remember it like the head was too big and it was like
0: yeah i remember i know it, which one you're it was talking like about. almost yeah. on the ground that one but, was based on the special edition duback when they they put in a cgi Back yeah, to replace the, right. the old puppetry or whatever yeah so it didn't so, really yeah.
1: look like like those but yeah uh but anyway, that, you know, that was like a staple of my Star Wars playing forever. So, you know, he would always, he'd always show up somehow, some way. Yeah. That <laughs> so was, that's um, why I have him as my.
0: The do was top. one of the very first things I ever saw. It was in this magazine. And you can see a picture of it right there. Now, interestingly, when they released that vintage do which I had as a kid, I sold it in that box of stuff. I eventually bought it again uh recently cuz I just I missed it. I wanted it back in my collection. Um but the toy actually took some liberties because the Dubek that appeared in the movie was uh had like a furry torso. So it had like a reptilian head and like a furry body and then like a reptilian tail. It was sort of a a mishmash. And so when the when they were going to do the toy of the Dubek They were like, well, we can't do like this fur thing. So they just gave it like an entirely reptilian uh, body. So they they took some liberties.
1: It does have the The original does have like a little bit of fur, yeah, like, around yeah. the neck and and the across, yeah, the like back a molded, yeah, and like down the tail a little bit, but yeah, it's just yeah. all molded on. It's not like the bantha or anything. Yeah, and that was released really pretty
0: that early that. on too. Like they knew that the kids were going to want creatures, so that was that was released really early on, like seventy eight or something. I
1: think. yeah, like I said, that was yeah. the first one. I mean, I have a picture of myself holding up my my toys, and I didn't get a stormtrooper, but I had, a, I think I so I had grito in there but um, yeah yeah but yeah those were like some of the some of the first uh memories that i have besides that first chewbacca that i got but it seems like it was probably months in between i could be wrong it might have been the same birthday i don't know but i just remember getting that chewbacca first i should have brought it
0: in i wish i would have brought it in
1: all right that's a good one all right what you got next uh well i had to have this uh, okay so i had number nine as the Haslab. Uh, Jabba the huts sail barge, like you had. Um, so I had to have this. I, I mean, it's kind of cheating a little bit, but um, it, they, the these figures are just so iconic. I had to like include them all. Just I, I put the whole original 12 series of uh the Kenner Kenner line on there. Yeah,
0: I, I yes. almost did the same thing. Um, but I <sighs> I don't know, I guess as I was was narrowing down my top ten, I just felt like, you know, that was like a whole bunch of different figures. But I I totally agree with you that 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 original 12 revolutionized everything. You know, prior to Star Wars, there was some Mego figures, there was G.I. Joes. um, But to accommodate the the spaceships and everything, they had to shrink them down to these, you know, four-inch figures. And so those original 12 revolutionized, revolutionized toys and allowed uh, Kenner to produce the vehicles and everything to go with them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, uh, you know, I just remember looking at the back of the card and just thinking, you know, oh, if I had this guy, I'd do this. And if I had this guy, I could do that and whatever. And it's just like, I mean, it's just, um, you know, just, they're just so, so iconic. I mean, there's just, uh, I mean, if you see them somewhere, it's, just um i i don't know it's just uh and and i didn't and honestly i didn't even really have a lot of the fr- i think my neighbor my next door neighbor had probably all of them and i remember he had the he actually had the uh, i didn't put this on here but he had the cantina playset. yeah from, i had that too yeah from uh was that a jc penny exclusive well or? there
0: there were there was a there was a wide release version and then i think there was a jc penny version that um was that the one that had the blue snaggle tooth? He had the blue snaggle tooth. Yeah. Oh my god, that's worth a fortune today. I know. I had I actually have a picture of me uh, during one of my birthdays holding the cantina playset in its original box, getting it for my birthday. Um, yeah, yeah, those were those were great. But that was like the that was the second wave. So you had the 12 figures, then there was that second wave that had Greedo, Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and um, and walrus man. And oh, that, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. So okay, so yeah. yeah.
1: So so I so it probably was like a whole separate birthday by the time that I got uh my other Star Wars figures. Yeah. So I remember I had like a I had the Planet of the Apes Fortress, but I didn't have any Planet of the Apes figures. Yeah. So I think that's where that little Chewbacca lived <laughs> for a long time and then it was probably destroyed by the time I got I got any of my other Star Wars figures. yeah But uh
0: I'm curious about the thought process that went into selecting those original 12 figures. Most of them make sense, but I was, I was always surprised that they included that, that death at the time he was called the death squad. Commander. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was an interesting choice for the first 12 Darth Vader. Yeah. Stormtrooper, I guess they felt they needed more villains to fight against the good guys. So they picked the, you know, just sort of a background character as one of the original 12. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah uh, I still have my original 12. I absolutely love them. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a great great entry on your list.
1: Uh, I just figured, I mean, it, yeah, it's kind of like all-encompassing, but you got to have those on there. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, that would, I think those original figures would crack any greatest toys list, period. Yeah. Like, if you're compiling a list of the greatest toys in history, those Star Wars figures are up near the top. So, yeah, yeah,
1: they, yeah, they gotta be, they gotta be, uh, so my number seven is slave one, the original slave one. Yeah. Boba Fett's ship. If anybody doesn't know, <laughs> and, uh, kind of the reason I I had to have this on here too, was because it, so it was out and, um, you know, I I had stuff, but I didn't really have probably any of, like, the big vehicles or, or anything. But um, I remember I bet my dad on a, on a fight, on a, on a boxing match. <laughs> and he thought that Slave 1 was just one of the regular figures, so he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and I ended up winning. So I remember, like, coming home, like, every day from school, like, thinking – you know hey when am i going to get this and yeah. i remember like walking walking in one day and i looked over and it was like on top of uh they just had it sitting on top of the couch and i was like oh so uh i mean one of the things too was like it was almost like a competition between me and my neighbor to see who could get what first <laughs> so that was like that'll come into play later too but so like i got that way before him wow and uh <laughs> it was like and, and plus Boba Fett was just so cool. Yeah, and oh, and, that, and, and, that and ship. Slave One was just so cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's one of the cool things about the, the ship design in the Star Wars movies is they would think outside of the box. Not everything was shaped like a plane. You know, the TIE fighters had the big solar panels. And from what I from what I read, Slave One was based on a like a street lamp. Like someone looked up and saw a street lamp and, and used that design for a ship, but Instead of having it fly horizontally, they had it fly vertically, which is unlike anything we saw. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. Was such a cool ship. Now I never owned the the vintage version of it. Again, I, I stopped buying Star Wars toys by the time uh, those later vehicles were coming out. Um, but I did when Hasbro started re releasing them in the '90s. I ended up getting it
1: um, uh, later in the '90s. But yeah.
0: And it came with a little hand Solo and Carbonite, right? Like, It did. Uh,
1: it did. Yeah. It did. And just, just the way that they, I mean, they they definitely could have cut some corners on that, and they didn't, yeah. because you would take, there was like a piece of the ship that you would take off, and then it was almost like a, like, uh, almost like a, a slab or something that you'd uh, clamp Boba Fett in yeah. and then you'd push a thing and then he would go up into the cockpit. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily just had it where you just put him in the cockpit. And yeah. None of that stuff opened, and then you'd pull like the, the ramp out and then you could like store the, uh, the carbonite Han Solo in there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was yeah. just uh cool toy. Yeah. They really stepped it up. I you think, don't still that have one. that, do you? I do. I mean, it's not oh, yeah. complete. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you
0: still have the hand Solo and Carbonite.
1: Uh, that i don't know i don't know you're gonna go home and start digging through your stuff if i have that or not yeah (laughs) i i probably do somewhere whether it's with it i doubt it's with it but i probably do if i dug if i dug through my garage hard enough and long enough i'm sure it would turn up somewhere yeah yeah
0: all right i'm peeking at your list over there at number six i'm gonna play a little clip for you because this is on my, my list too all right
2: the it's new AT-AT, the all-terrain armored transport from Kenner. Batteries not included, action figures each sold separately. You can make at walk. Its legs are big enough to crush obstacles. You can move AT-AT's head and pretend to scan for rebels. AT-AT has a cockpit for Imperial Commander and AT-AT driver and laser machine guns. When you push a button to fire the laser cannons, you activate battle lights and sounds. There's even a troop compartment. New AT-AT from Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back Collection.
0: Now that's number three on my list i okay. think it's not only one of the greatest star wars toys of all time but uh, I remember sitting in the theater seeing the ad at for the first time mm-hmm. when the rebels are like jumping into the trenches and like waiting for these things to arrive and they're really tiny in the in the distance and then someone picks up the binoculars and, and they're looking and it starts at their feet and then the binoculars go up to the head and you're sitting in the theater like what the hell is that yep I think it's one of the greatest movie moments of all time from the moment the adat attack starts to the end is such a thrilling movie moment and, and the ad were just so cool
1: yep yeah um as far as the toy goes I never had it myself I mean I've I've gotten later versions of it. Right. But me too. The original version. No. Uh I, I wanna say my best friend probably got it for Christmas that year. And uh so I was able to play with it. And that I mean, everybody wanted that. Yeah. I mean that was like the huge thing that everybody wanted that that Christmas. It and, was um, awesome, man. Yeah. Just uh yeah. Just I I mean they you know, really scale wise, it was not I mean, you, to make it scale wise, I mean the, <laughs> the, the be foot enormous, itself. Day. I mean, crushed the land speeder or the uh, snow, the snow speeder, speeder. Yeah. So you couldn't really have it in actual scale, but still, yeah. I I mean that that's another one that just if if you see at somebody you know if you see at a toy show or or whatever it's uh it's still like a coveted thing. I mean, um, but, yeah. But you know, I was happy with the ones that I got later on i mean they, you know they did improve it they did make the bigger version of it
0: yeah and i uh, i thought long and hard about getting that and i ended up passing on that one i, I bought I the the 1997 them. version i think it is um i bought that one and had it on display ended up giving that away to a, a kid um but yeah i thought about buying that bigger more impressive version but I, I never got around to it
1: i do have that um i sold i sold another one that i had the smaller version of it but uh But yeah, I I still have the big, big version of it, and I mean, there's so much space in it. You could, it it doubled as like a carrying case, um, playset, yeah, vehicle, whatever. Um, (laughs) And and the and the cool thing about that is, I mean, you could like, uh, you know, it was almost like a puppet or an animatronic with the way that you could move the head around, and then, and then the way that the uh, the cannons fired, they'd light up, yeah. Go back and forth and make all the noises yeah. and stuff.
0: I have a dream that maybe someday we'll see it in six inch scale in the black series. Oh, I, I, would, know about that. I mean, they'd have to cheat the scale a little bit, I think, um, like they did with the vintage toy, but well, even if they cheated it, it would still have to be four to five feet tall. And I mean that could, that
1: could be something that Haslab would do. Yeah. I would snatch on.
0: that up at any price. That'd be amazing. All right, so that's your 10 through 6. Let's move on to our 5 through 1. Number
2: 5 on my list. It's the new Boba Fett Star Wars large size action figure from Kenner. Darth Vader sold separately. Capture them alive! I'm the best bounty hunter in the whole galaxy. That's why you got the job. Boba Fett has a see-through helmet with Play Rangefinder to locate your objective. You can move his legs, knees, arms, even wrists and elbows. His backpack unit is removable. You have your mission. Good luck. I don't need
1: luck. I'm the best.
2: New Boba Fett Star Wars large-size action figure from Kenner. Darth Vader sold separately. So, the 12-inch
0: Boba Fett. One of my prized possessions. As you can see, still has all his accessories. The Wookiee Scalps. His blaster, cape, backpack, he's a little dusty. <laughs> and uh, he's got the, the scope that you can look through, like the $6 million man. Um, what I love about Boba Fett, I mean, not only was he cool and mysterious and everything, but Hasbro had, re- or Kenner had released the 12-inch line, and they they were pretty cool. They were pretty detailed. You see Vader over there. Um, but they they weren't all that articulated. They have articulation at the neck, shoulders, and, and hips but check out Boba Fett his, his knees are articulated elbows wrists um he's so much more improved over the other 12 inch figures that had come out before him and and just the fact that he's you know one of my favorite Star Wars characters and the, the likeness is just spot on i mean it is just looks fantastic so kenner just knocked it out of the park with with Boba Fett and this may have hit stores before we saw him in movies. Cause I know, uh, the, the four inch figure, you know, was the, the mail away figure. And then, uh, they did this and they were really kind of selling Boba Fett before the movie came out. Cause had seen him in the holiday special, in the animated sequence in the holiday special. So, um, given the fact that he's one of my favorite star Wars characters and, uh, part of the 12 inch line, um, this is number five on my list. Um, did Boba Fett, 12 inch figure
1: rank on your list did not and i will tell you why it's amazing um but i okay so i don't even think i wanted that because because i didn't care about the 12 inch figures and i didn't care about the i also had some from the micro collection i didn't care about all i wanted was the the regular line yeah i did have some and and one of them is on my list but by the time they were advertising that. I mean, you know, if I would have got it, I would have been happy, I'm sure. But I don't remember anybody having that. Any uh, of my friends having that or or any I mean, it's possible. I just don't remember. Um so no, it it did not make my list. But so they that had to be close to the end of the original twelve inch line, right? Or did they, yeah, did well, they continue that
0: well Boba Fett came out and then I think I G eighty eight was the first figure that was released as empire strikes back packaging i think the first version of boba fett said star wars on it okay then they did uh empire figures and then uh well he was he was the the sole empire figure and they had some other figures planned for the line i think lando was going to get released and then they had different outfits and stuff they were going to do uh but because of people like you who wasn't interested (laughs) in the 12 inch line the whole thing just didn't sell as well and 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 failed
1: did you have the 12-inch IG-88?
0: No, no, I wish I did because that
1: sells for a pretty penny. So I was going to ask you, like, yeah, yeah. why did did that one have the extra articulation like Boba Fett?
0: I, um, I think that does have extra articulation. I don't know about the legs, but I think the elbows and stuff bent on IG-88. Okay. Um, I have
1: the later version of the 12-inch, which I think was pretty much the same mold Yeah, as, as that one. So yeah. I, I do have a 12-inch one. Yeah, that um, came out as but, by yeah, Ezra. Power of yeah. the Force. Yeah,
0: but, uh, so yeah, I love Boba Fett. Um, I could never part with it. Uh, it it saved my purge, uh, or it's saved from a purge. Uh, I just kept it. I couldn't part with it. Same thing with my twelve inch Darth Vader over there. Um, I just couldn't part with these figures. I'll I'll have them till I die. Um, all right. So that is number five on my list. Let's uh continue the the Boba
2: Fett love. From Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all 20 action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. And now, Boba Fett, Star Wars villain, with his laser rifle. Boba Fett is not yet available in stores, but you can get him free with four proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packs at participating stores. Offer ends May 31st. Star Wars action figures sold separately from Kenner.
0: So think about that as a kid i'm buying my star wars figures you see that mail-in offer where the the prototype boba fett that was on the package looked a little funky didn't really look like boba fett but they were like cut four proofs of purchase put it in the mail and you'll get it in four to six weeks which seemed like an eternity for me mm-hmm. and so eventually it shows up in the mail and i'm like the uh the rocket what's the deal it's glued in place Instead of the rocket-firing mechanism, uh, the story goes that uh, some kid choked on a Battlestar Galactica toy. He fired the missile into his throat and choked on it, ruining it for the rest of us. Stupid kid. Dumb kids. And um, so when Boba Fett arrived, the missile was glued in place. Now, there are legendary prototypes that have surfaced of the, uh, the rocket-firing Boba Fett that is probably the holy grail of Star Wars collecting uh, I remember watching a, some collectibles show, I think it was that uh, Jordan Hembro, I think is his name, where he went into a comic book store that is, that used to be located near the Kenner factory in Cincinnati. And he's like, did you ever have a, a prototype Boba Fett come through here? And he goes, yeah, I think we have one. And he went, got like a shoebox, came back and pulled one out of the box. Now, I don't know if that was staged for the cameras or what, but imagine finding a an authentic rocket firing Boba Fett figure. Like I said, the Holy grail of star Wars collecting. So I was excited to, you know, get my Boba Fett in the mail. A little disappointed that it's rocket didn't fire. Um, but one of my all time favorite figures now that was in 1979. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Originally offered in 1979 Hasbro finally made good. And I have it here with me. (laughs) This here is Hasbro making good on the rocket firing Boba Fett. Now the rocket's a little longer. I don't know if you see it in the package there, so kids don't choke on it. But now, what,
1: what year was this? I have it, but I
0: don't this remember what year came, it came out. Uh, in 2010, ten oh, years okay. ago. Yeah. Um, and I think this was a mail away too. You like sent away for this, if I remember correctly. Was it? I think okay. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe you're correct. Yeah. yeah. And so, what, 30, 40 years, uh, yeah, 30 years after not getting a rocket-firing Boba Fett, this guy arrived in the mail. Used,
1: they used the same mold. Yeah, so it's, they
0: use the vintage Boba Fett mold. So it's not a new version of the figure. It's a vintage version of the figure. So it finally arrived in the mail, and I could die a happy man. <laughs> I have my rocket-firing Boba Fett. I don't know what this goes for on eBay, but um, again, it's yep. it's uh, I love it. Yeah. So, did you so, send
1: away for a rocket firing Boba Fett? I don't remember how I got my original Boba Fett, but I had it pretty early on, and uh, same thing. I was like, I remember getting it and thinking, you know that that it was lame that it didn't have a, a firing rocket. Um, I actually have Boba Fett. The Boba Fett mail away is my number four. Is that what yours was? Uh, Yes, number four. Yeah. Okay. um, Yeah, I mean, just because Boba Fett was so cool, even though it didn't have the firing rocket, he was just a cool figure. Yeah. And uh, so, like I said, I don't remember if if I mailed away for it or not, but I do remember having it pretty early on yeah. with, with my other figures. So I think I might have. I think I might have.
0: Now, one story I have is uh, I don't remember when that arrived, but uh, that following Christmas, after I had gotten Boba Fett in the mail, uh, he had been released on uh, typical packaging like all the other figures, and I remember my mom, for Christmas, had gotten me some Star Wars figures, and one of them was a carded Boba Fett, but to get it in my stocking, she folded the cardboard in half to cram it into my stocking, and I remember as a kid, thinking, oh, if she didn't fold it in half, I would keep this one in the packaging because I have my mail-away Boba Fett. <laughs> Imagine if I would have kept that Boba Fett on its card if she didn't crease it. That's one of the more valuable carded figures out there. It's worth, what, a $1,000 or something today, if not more. Um, so I almost had a carded Boba Fett as a kid, but because she had creased it, the fit in the stocking, I ended up with two loose uh, Boba Fett figures. So,
1: oh, uh, if only uh, now, did you ever have to have any discussions? I don't want to say arguments, but, uh, discussions with anybody that claimed that they had, uh, a rocket firing Boba Fett because I've heard, uh, I've I, heard people claim friend. it, but it, uh, yeah, there's only a handful in existence. I, know. And I had a friend that yeah. swore he got one. And then <laughs> when that finally came out, I like, I remember like taking it over to him to show it. I was like, no, this This is the first one, you know, besides the the prototypes.
0: Yeah, nobody received one in the mail. Only there's the J hook and then the L hook and stuff like that. But nobody got one in the mail. I think it's what they call the Mandela effect where people seem to remember things that never happened. And uh, nobody got a rocket-firing Boba Fett in the mail. And I'm sure somebody might be listening to this going, no, No, I I had had one, one." but uh, give me some evidence. Give me some proof. Exactly. And I know people can fabricate them now. They say it's fairly easy to fabricate. Yeah. A rocket firing Boba Fett So you can't even believe what you see anymore so. right, But yeah, yeah, that was a great moment Getting, getting Boba Fett in the mail uh, Number three on my list is the Adat, which we talked about uh, Now we're down to my top two Greatest Star Wars toys Of all time Here is number two
2: Here's the new Star Wars Death Star Space Station that you put together Action figures each sold separately Darth Vader's firing a laser cannon It's been hit Now cross the light bridge. You won't escape me. Jump, Luke! Oh no! The trash compactor. There's a trash monster. The wall's closing. Save. Kenner's new Star Wars Death Star space station action figures, each sold separately.
0: So that's number two on my list. That playset was spectacular. I remember that big, tall box that it came in, and you had to assemble it. it had the cardboard backdrops. Uh, the ejecting gun, uh, all those cool features. Probably the coolest of all was the trash compactor, which came with this little guy, the Dianoga Trash Monster. Um, This is not my original one that I owned. I did have one for the longest time, but that ended up in the box of stuff that I ended up selling. Uh, So I purchased this again recently, and this this actually cost a little bit of money. Oh, I bet. Um, But I wanted it um, to display with my vintage uh, action figure, so i uh repurchased this one um but yeah that that our place that was was by far the coolest playset kenner or i think hasbro ever offered and um i don't know what happened to mine I, I think it got lost in a move um i had it for the longest time and then it was like in pieces in a bag or something and and i think during a move it might have gotten thrown out or something and um, and the, like I said, the trash monster survived. Cause I, I think I kept it in the final carrying case for a long time. Um, but everything else just sort of vanished. And then, um, about 10, 15 years ago, a friend of mine had his from his childhood and he's like, you want it? I was like, sure. So he gave me his, uh, that's our place but it was in really bad condition. Like oh. a dog had chewed the cannon and stuff like that. So I ended up selling that on eBay for a few bucks. Um but yeah the the Star Wars uh Death Star playset is uh, I think one of the greatest Star Wars toys ever made. Um did it crack your top 10?
1: Yeah, of course. It's uh it's actually my number 3 um and the only reason that it's not higher than that is because I never owned it myself. Oh, wow. My next-door neighbor had it. That was like one of the first things he he had the cantina cantina playset and he had mm-hmm. the Death Star. And I think he had the original land speeder, those were like some of the original things that he had, so that was like the original Star Wars thing that I played with yeah. was uh was that death star yeah, and you know we were I was probably seven, and I think he was two years younger than me, so that thing got trashed pretty quick I'm sure yeah but uh but yeah, definitely that's what sticks out of my head is like one of the greatest star wars uh you know, Kenner Star Wars yeah. things that they've ever made. And I can't believe that they that they have not made a new version of it.
0: Yeah. I mean the elevator was great. The the, I, well, the I take
1: that back. I mean they did do those oh, the little, little playsets. Play yeah. But other than that, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean I would have been
0: fine when when Hasbro started re-releasing Star Wars toys, I would have been fine if they would have released sections of the Death Star that you can then assemble to make a bigger death star but they were all kind of standalone play sets that didn't really connect
1: to anything right and you you would think with like uh the build a figures that that they do like in the marvel line and and some of the other lines that that they would have done something like that yeah but uh not yet i mean there's the lego version that sells for a ton of money and uh but but yeah you would think that they would have done some form of it yeah uh, yeah modern version uh, again of
0: it. Yeah. hopefully we'll um, still see it there yeah. there's some pretty cool well, play sets on the horizon you know there's a bespin carbon freeze playset set coming out and then they're doing the tantive four playset, which looks spectacular that's another one of those things i sh- should have gotten as a kid that we never got mm-hmm. so maybe maybe a death star playset uh is in the future we'll see now i've shared this story with you before uh, i used to buy toy fair magazine which was a spinoff of the Wizard comic book price guide. Mm. And they did their, I think it was top 50 Star Wars to- toys of all God. time. And they left the Death Star playset off their list.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm very familiar. And I uh.
0: lost my mind. I sent them a letter, I think it was an email. And I I was jokingly angry, and I laid into them and said, you know, if you guys would stop going on your drunken benders, maybe you wouldn't make these kind of mistakes. And they printed my letter word for word in Toy Fair, uh, criticizing them for leaving it off their list. That was inexcusable. If you're putting together a top 50 list of Star Wars toys, you do not leave off the Death Star playset. They had... Like a modern version of Han Solo in Endor coat on the list. <laughs> How do you list that before the Death Star? What was
1: their response?
0: I, uh, I, I they, remember all this. But they, I know. think their response was, we screwed up. I mean, I, and, and oh, then they okay. posted a picture of it with my letter. But I think they realized they screwed up, that you cannot leave that off no, the list.
1: No. It's great. So, again, I'm kicking myself because when, uh, so probably around 95, Uh, when the power of the Force line first, uh, first came, came back around, um, there was a store in Rochester. I believe it's still there, but it's in a different place, but, uh, they had a bunch of old toys and they had a box and I I don't know if it was complete or not, but it was complete enough and Mm. it was not over a hundred dollars. Yeah. I I don't think. And I, and I would see it and I would see it and I would see it and (laughs) I would talk to my 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 first wife who was also a big star wars collector and you know she was like oh let's just buy it and then we talk ourselves out of it (laughs) finally it was gone and um you know i've never seen another one in good condition for that cheap (laughs) since since then
0: yeah uh but all right let's move on to number one on my list of greatest star wars toys ever This is also probably my greatest Christmas gift ever.
2: From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection, it's Millennium Falcon that you've put together. Batteries not included. Nice landing, Han Solo. Uh Uh-oh, come on, Chewbacca. Stormtroopers are coming. Action figures each sold separately. Got him on radar. I'll fire the laser cannon. There's even a hidden storage hatch. Ready for takeoff. Jump to life. Millennium Falcon from Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately.
0: Now, this commercial that I played says Empire Strikes Back. I'm, I'm fairly certain there's a Star Wars version, but it was not released with those original vehicles. It came about a year or so later um, after the initial toys were released. Um, but when, when I, as a kid, found out that they were releasing the Millennium Falcon, it, it was just like a must-have. I imagine every kid my age was like, begging for the millennium falcon for christmas so imagine getting that big box on christmas morning ripping the paper off of it to reveal the millennium falcon it was the greatest christmas gift ever it was like my red rider bb gun and the reason i place this above the death star is because the death star is kind of stationary and you know your figures you know come to the death star but the millennium falcon you could run around the house you could run around the backyard uh there were all these cool features from the the smuggler's hatched cockpit to the gun turret. They uh, even had the. Uh,
1: they even had the. Uh, what is it? Uh, the the monsters that fight. They even had that. that the Minox? No, no, no. The, the table. The table for the game. All oh, the chess. Yeah, the little chessboard. Whatever that's called. Now
0: I don't think it. That, that the first version had the chess table, but not like the little monsters. Oh no, it. I that know that. But later. I'm just yeah. saying they had. But the it did table. have the chess table yeah. and a little bench there. Um, it was just, it was, in my opinion, the greatest Star Wars toy ever because of its playability and its features and there were electronic sounds. And I think lights and all that stuff. Um, and again, I regret selling it in the box of stuff that I sold and, um, uh, they, uh, Hasbro re-released it in the nineties. And then they did what people call the BMF, the Mm. big millennium Falcon, which, um, I regret not getting that one. Um, Hitting stores right now is the Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon, which has a retail price of about $400, I think, on it. Why is Um, that? I'm not sure why the price is $400, but it is spectacular. The weathering, the detail, the features. Uh, It has uh, swappable radar dishes, one with the classic round dish and then the modern uh, rectangle dish. Um, it is just absolutely spectacular, and if, if I ever do see it at Target or something, I, I, I'm going to have to think long and hard about grabbing it because uh, the Millennium Falcon, I think, is, is the coolest ship in the entire franchise um, piloted by Han Solo, and uh, the toys, just, they just have so many playable features. Uh, so did the uh, Millennium Falcon make the cut?
1: Uh, it did not.
0: Not your top it, 10. That it is, is my, shocking. It me. is
1: my honorable, it, it's an <laughs> honorable mention because I, I, I'm sure somebody had, I mean, I vaguely remember playing with it, but I don't remember my next door neighbor having it. I never mm. had it. Maybe one of my cousins who were watching had it. I don't, I don't necessarily remember, but I mean, I do remember playing with it, but very vaguely. And, um, it just wasn't. You know, and I don't know. I don't remember if I asked for it. I'm, I'm sure I probably asked for it, but mm. I never got it. So I, so I just never had that. I got later versions of it. I got the Power of the Force version of it, um, and and it's cool. But you know, it's just I, I think because as a kid, I just I never had it, and I don't really remember mm. playing with it a whole lot. That I just didn't have that connection to it, man. But just- I agree well, though, because I mean, that's the again the iconic vehicle from. The original movie I mean yeah. um uh, so I, I I'm sure that was the one that everyone wanted oh yeah oh but, such a uh, big deal yeah I mean I kind of knew too what I you know I kind of had realistic expectations of what my parents would be to buy <laughs> for me so a lot of times I just didn't even bother to ask for anything like that yeah
0: you know? I don't know I mean a lot of a lot of my Star Wars toys as a kid I, I bought myself I, I had a paper out. So I bought my own figures, bought a lot of my uh, toys myself. Uh, but those big ones, I had to wait for Christmas or birthday. And and uh, I'm amazed my mom got me a lot of those. I, you know, f- from the original Star Wars movie, I had most of that stuff. I had the droid factory. I had the cantina. Um, I had a lot of the toys from the first Star Wars movie. And like I said, when Empire came out, I had some of the earlier stuff that came out. I had some of the figures that came out. I think I got the Probot turret playset, the cardboard add at. You remember the cardboard add at playset? I yes. had that. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of lost interest in toy collecting. But um, I'm, I'm amazed how much I had as a kid. It was pretty awesome.
1: All right. So um, I, I, I'm almost surprised because I don't know. I don't remember you telling me that you had all these. Uh, oh, yeah. You told me the story about the Space Knight. Oh, right. But, uh, so I'm kind of surprised that you. I'm glad that you, you did brought that this. up because. Um,
0: Prior to getting my twelve-inch Darth Vader over there, you know, I my mom knew how much I loved Star Wars, and so she would try to, you know, get me Star Wars stuff. And I remember getting on Christmas morning thinking I'm getting a 12 inch Darth Vader and ripping it open. And it was the, what was it? The it was, dark I, space Knight or dark yeah, Knight or something Space
1: night. I think they were, were, yeah. were they like M a R S or something, something or like i thinking of something else. And but. it was a,
0: it was a knockoff Darth Vader that kind of looked like him. And I'm like, this ain't Darth Vader. <laughs> um, I had it for the longest time and played with it. I, um, I don't know whatever happened to him, but, uh, but yeah, I got the knockoff Darth Vader before I got the real Darth Vader. And my mom didn't know the difference. She thought it was Darth Vader. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, all right, I, let's um
1: I, I don't I don't remember getting any knockoff Star Wars toys, <laughs> but I but I did get knockoff transformers and some other things. So well, I uh, did so um, I, I hear you.
0: I did buy toys that were uh, inspired by Star Wars. I had Micronauts and stuff like that and some Battlestar Galactic. Micronauts stuff, weren't
1: and, out before Star Wars? Uh, that's
0: a good question. I wanna say Micronauts came out afterward because uh, okay. that scale, that foreign scale wasn't popular oh, until yeah, Star Wars right. came out. So that's right. Yeah.
1: Okay. I had a few ma- micronauts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. Let's get to your top
0: five. Let's see if you have any surprises on there.
1: Um, you know, they might be surprised to you, but uh, my number five is actually the twelve-inch Darth Vader. That one right there. Yes, because I did get for either christmas or a birthday i got them all at the same time i got the 12 inch stormtrooper i got the 12 inch darth vader and i got the 12 inch chewbacca wow and the 12 inch chewbacca is awesome too i think i probably still have that i think i might even still have that one but the but mm-hmm. the top of the helmet came off but just um but unfortunately i remember like opening it and going to play with it and i lost the lightsaber immediately. <laughs> which is it's bizarre because i mean i was up in my room and it just disappeared and um i never found it again even when pick them up show them to the camera we moved and um and it still never showed back up uh but yeah Yeah, you know
0: what that that you reminded me that's not the original lightsaber that came with him because um mine vanished as well and i'm i'm very suspicious because i kept everything in a, a toy box and um And so he was in the toy box with his lightsaber. And I remember one day going into my toy box and the lightsaber was gone. It had vanished. So I don't know if somebody stole it or what the deal was, but that haunted me for the longest time. And then years later, I think, I don't know if it was a birthday or Christmas, but my brother uh, gave me a gift and it looked like a watch. It was in a little watch thing. And I unwrapped it and I opened up the watch case and in it was the lightsaber he had replaced my lost lightsaber as a oh, really? christmas gift yeah oh, okay so that's it so, right there? so that's the replacement, the replacement lightsaber that he got me now that's that's an original vintage lightsaber not okay. the one that i had as a kid but that completed darth vader again and i love that figure i think the likeness is incredible i love yeah. the way the cloth cape full you know falls uh, the details oh, yeah. are amazing on it. Yeah, yeah, it's. uh I've had that for forty plus years.
1: Yeah, I kind of went back and forth with the Chewbacca or that because the Chewbacca was pretty awesome too. I mean, it had the, the cartridges that you can yeah. take out of the bandolier. Oh
0: wow! Uh, did you? I didn't know the cartridges were removable. Oh yeah, wow. you, you took
1: them out and you put them on the side of the of the bowcaster. Wow, that's awesome! And, uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I went back and forth, but I decided on Darth Vader just because he's so. I took, I remember taking the Stormtrooper, and the Stormtrooper was cool. He had, like, rubber hands that mm. were, like, jointed for some reason. And mm. So you could, like, really, it would, like, really hold, like, the guns. Um, but for whatever reason, they made it with, like, a harder plastic, and the legs were hollow. So I remember I took it, uh-huh. I think the whole body was, like, hollow, but it was, like, a harder plastic than these, than the other ones. So I had taken it to school and I for some reason I had thrown it up in the air and they had these big like logs <laughs> these it, it sticking in the ground on our playground so my stone trooper goes up comes down on its leg and its leg just shatters <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> so you had lousy luck as a kid <laughs> I I did <laughs> you know I should have known because uh oh cuz my the playground was not my friend and it definitely was not friend <laughs> To Star Wars toys because I remember I got uh, my Yoda from Empire Strikes Back that I remember, like, begging my parents for. And, like, I remember, like, we were at, uh, I want to say it was the Oakland Mall, and it was, um, I had already sent Empire Strikes Back. They hadn't, but I was, like, I remember, like, walking through, I want to say it was Kresge's maybe, and I, and I found it, and I'm, like, trying to sell it to him. I'm, like, look, he comes with a snake he's got a belt, he's got a walking stick, he's got a clot yeah. thing. So finally they were like, okay, whatever. So I take it to school the next day, send it down the slide. Immediately I go to pick it up, and his face just flattened out. It melted on down the slide? slide? Yep. I still have that one too. I still have it. I should have found it and showed you. But, yeah, like the the nose and the, the mouth were just poop. Wow. Now, not, not
0: horribly but, yeah 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 but, but enough you but know? that's heartbreaking as a kid They're like
1: oh no oh, i know my yoda yeah exactly that's so funny. you know and it's not like you know nowadays kids would probably just be like hey i need a new one and, yeah right but, but yeah it wasn't
0: like that yeah you don't us. go back to the parents and go i ruined my no. toy give me another one they were
1: like nah nope, no. sorry right. should have taken care of it yep exactly
0: all right I, feel, I believe
1: uh you know well i won't say but uh <laughs> Okay, so my number 2 is the Han Solo electronic blaster that uh came out probably I mean that was like one of the original toys that I had yeah. as well and nobody else on the block had that. I remember like my next-door neighbor being super jealous of it wow. to the point where he had to have he he had his dad who like had a a workshop in his garage. He, like, got a piece of wood, uh, traced it. and Traced your gun? Traced and- my <laughs> gun. Asked me if it was okay, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So it made, made, like, a wood version <laughs> for him. And then that one turned out pretty cool, too, yeah, so yeah. then I'd let him play with it. But as a dumb kid, um, here's another thing. Uh, the battery, when the battery started to die finally, instead of just going to my parents and saying, hey, can you replace the batteries? I thought it was a good idea to drop it on the concrete to get it to work again. So I did that and did that and did that and did that, and I don't remember if I ever—I don't remember if it ended up breaking or. Uh, That's hilarious. Or I—I uh, I think finally it like broke, you know, part partially, but.
0: Now was that uh, was that blaster black or did it come in it was funky black. colors? Because today it, it was black. The only problem with it was bright it orange.
1: It said, Oh, yeah. No, it looked exactly like it. Besides, I think there was like a Star Wars. I think it said Star Wars on the side. But other than that, it looked exactly like his.
0: What's amazing, even though today's weapons are bright orange and white, so they're not mistaken for real weapons, but the detail is so accurate on these that there are people who buy these toys, paint them, and they they look look like props from the movie. I have a Stormtrooper blaster at home that I bought online, and someone just took the toy painted it, weathered it and
1: marked it up quite a bit and I bought it and it looks like a prop from the movie. Oh, I will say that. My neighbor ended up getting the the stormtrooper. They they had like a rifle that yeah. came out that was just as cool. Yeah. I, it's probably not cooler than the Han Solo blaster, but close enough. Yeah. And, but, but it had like these holes in the side and then when you shoot it, it was like yellow, it was like yellow and black striped. So it yeah. looked like it was doing something, and it made the noises. But that was yeah. just as cool. Yeah, I mean, close enough. But um, so I think he yeah. probably got that after the wooden version of my gun. But at that point, I don't even know if, I, if my gun was still working by the time yeah. he got that. I mean, I, you know, I, it might have been. I don't know. But uh, that's awesome. But anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing anybody else having that when I was a kid. Yeah, um, I've never at least owned nobody on my like block or no. nobody in in my class. Yeah. or anything. that's awesome. So, uh, yeah. That was cool. cool. That was cool.
0: And number one on your list?
1: So, as I mentioned, my um, my favorite scene in probably all the movies is the Jabba the Hutt scene. Um, Got to get you a phone roll. Oh, yeah. So, um, so Jabba my the number Hutt. one your is favorite the scene. Jabba the Hutt playset from Return of the Jedi. The original?
0: The original with, one. Okay. Yeah. What? So there was Jabba. There was it like came, a base.
1: What else came with it? Um, not a whole lot, honestly, but uh, it came with salacious crumb. Okay. And uh, you'd move the head, and his tail would move. I think the arms were articulated, and then, he, and then you could, like, have him hold his pipe, and then there was, like, a bowl. It, it didn't come with frogs, but, yeah, the, but it was for the yeah. same thing. And then so if you took him off... Basically, it was kind of supposed to be the ranker pit. You could put like figures under him, yeah, so you could like turn there was like stone heads, you could turn those on the front of it, so it would wow. like lift it up, and then you put the i mean it was supposed to be the ranker pit, but yeah you but it was like though. so yeah. yeah, wow um so I picked that because that was i mean I remember i I, I specifically remember getting that for Christmas um that year along with a couple other things. And um, I, I remember calling my next-door neighbor and being like, hey, did you get this? Nope. Did you get this? Nope. Did you get this? Nope. And he didn't get that. So I was wow. like, yes. <laughs> you know? So, uh, so you know, I I played with that a lot. And then, um, you know, that was, like, one of the last things that I really, like, played with. And then, yeah. and then it was pretty much done after that. Yeah. You know, that was probably, like, one of the last Star Wars things I even – Got at that point until i started collecting as an adult but did you did you get any of those late
0: uh power of the force figures that are worth a ton of money today like Yack no face sir sir no sir and gunner is worth a ton of well, money I, I
1: know i've told you the story before that i walked into toys r us uh, they had them all there wow. but i but we had moved on to the small gi joe's at that point they had like every single one of them i remember wow. looking at him thinking maybe i should get this guy because he's cool yak face and, yeah uh I think Anakin I, I, and some of the other ones and then I was like I was like oh I was like they're just putting a coin in here to try to sell these I am not getting <laughs> oh. these like yeah, that's just like a gimmick just to get you to buy yeah. these. those are some so I of didn't those buy them valuable and, figures
0: I today and I know by then you know I I just wasn't buying toys at that age uh our Jedi came out in what 83 83 So at this point I'm 17 I'm not okay. buying toys at 17 Yeah I was 17. Still 11 and, but so I missed out on, on those, and, uh, yeah, those are worth a fortune. A, a friend of mine, um, Chris Lamphere, he told me a story where he, he, he went on a mission to get one of every original vintage figure, and he told me a story how he went to a garage sale, saw, like, a shoebox with some Star Wars figures in it, <laughs> picked up the shoebox, rifled through it, pulled out a blue snaggle tooth, said, how much for this? And they were like, I don't know, $2? And he bought a blue snaggletooth for two dollars out of a shoebox at a garage sale. That stuff doesn't happen to me,
1: man. <laughs> I was able to play with the blue snaggletooth because that is the version of the cantina that my next door yeah. neighbor had. But wow, you know, but but I, even then I remember like thinking when we saw the movie finally, we're like, That's not accurate. That doesn't right. look like anything like it. So then when the regular snaggle tooth came out, who knows what happened to that? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't yeah. ever remember seeing it again. Right.
0: Wow. Um, I do remember um, when I when I was in school, I remember a friend of mine who collected Star Wars stuff. He came in with like eight stormtroopers and <laughs> sold them to me. I don't remember what I paid for them, but uh, that was like an instant army builder. Because at the time, I think I may have had one or two stormtroopers, and today I have 10. Imagine a kid with 10 stormtroopers, man. So I got... Got them all in one shot. Bought them off a buddy of mine, and I still have them today.
1: Yeah, see, you were ahead of your time because I never even thought about yeah. army building back then. And uh, then imagine when like, I got I just the, want to get one of every one. When I got the, the troop least.
0: transporter, I was able to fill up the entire troop transporter with all my stormtroopers. That was pretty awesome, and that was the first non-movie vehicle at the time. Uh, Kenner was trying to come up with unique vehicles. That yeah. were off camera. Right. And they came up with a little backstory. I think there was a, like a mini comic book or something that came with that troop transporter and showed it being used by stormtroopers in the Empire. Um, but that was the first non-movie um, vehicle until the Mandalorian when they put the troop transporter in the Mandalorian. It was the final episode of season one. That and I awesome. grinned like an <laughs> idiot. Uh, they have released it as a toy. I found it at Best Buy for about $70 retail on it. Um, but I had to have it. I had to have it because I sold my original troop transporter.
1: So I mean, the new one is pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. I, I mean, they, they definitely improved on the original one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember when that pulled up, too. I was like, holy moly. Yeah. I was like, pretty neat. I was like, That's cool that they nice that little they Easter egg, yeah. it's, it's almost like, I will say this about the Mandalorian. It's almost like all the cool characters that weren't, like, the main characters, yeah. they're going out of their way to yeah. to, to, to uh, focus on, yeah. or, or at least show up yeah. in, in The Mandalorian so far.
0: Certain species, like, you're like, oh, I remember that guy was, like, in the cantina, that species with the horns or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun Easter eggs in there. Um, one other uh, Star Wars toy that I had as a kid, I don't know if you remember this, but It was like a little movie camera, and you'd hold it up to your eye, and you would turn a crank, and it had scenes, uh, like a little film strip in there, and you turn the crank, and it would play scenes from the movie. That sounds vaguely vaguely familiar. And then you'd get to the end, and you had to back it all the way up to watch it again. Mm. But I remember one day, I was looking at it, I was trying to turn the crank, and it wouldn't turn, and it had jammed. Mm. And so I, I pried it open to see what was wrong, and the film had accordion it had like oh. bent up and accordioned and jammed inside the movie thing and so it was useless after that but how cool was that to be able to watch scenes from the movie by turning a crank and i could i remember watching the millennium falcon fly forwards and backwards and forwards <laughs> and and back then that was the only way to really see scenes from the movie because oh, right. you know yeah. you didn't have video or right. anything at the time so right so that was a an obscure thing that i had as a kid but
1: um yeah so that's yeah, uh, I don't,
0: pretty much my childhood in a nutshell.
1: I mean, they did come out with, uh, so after the troop transport for Empire, they came out with some of those. The mini. Rig. Just off the screen type things. Yeah, and I, I just, I really wasn't into those. I mean, I wish I would have just got them now because when I, mean, yeah. I thought they were kind of cool, like they had, like, I remember they always put Bosk in one of them, and right. I loved Bosk. So, yeah. uh,. Busk was a mail-away figure, too, wasn't he, originally? I think he was. Yeah, okay, yeah so I, I think he was. I didn't so send I'm, away I'm almost positive that I got him as a mail-away figure,
0: yeah. too. You just um, reminded me. But... A, a tragic story that I have as a kid, another mail-away offer was the display stand. You remember the display stand? Yeah. It was a plastic base, gray base with foot pegs and a cardboard backdrop that had, like, the X-Wing battles uh, on the back. Mm-hmm. And I, I cut my proofs of purchase, put in whatever money I had to put in, sent away for it, waited for it, waited for it, never got it, really? never arrived in the mail. Really? I don't know if it got lost. I don't know what happened. Wow. But imagine a kid Just waiting. waiting for that every day, checking the mailbox every day, only to have to accept in my adulthood (laughs) that it was never going to arrive that was heartbreaking and i think they have since re-released it or whatever and i I never got around to buying the the re-release but yeah that's that's one tragic story i was a kid is sending away from my display stand and never getting it
1: so yeah yeah that's uh that's odd but (laughs) but I mean, again, what do you do? What do you do back then? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, now it's like you just send the company an email yeah. and they immediately get back to you. Exactly. But what do you do back then? Back then, you're, you're out of luck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. All right. Any other childhood memories? Any stories of playing with your figures? I know, boy, you know, today kids have video games and things that they do that they lock themselves in the room for hours on end. For me, it was my Star Wars toys, man. I would be in my bedroom and have everything set up and, and do the dialogue and... Uh, I would just be lost for hours in my bedroom playing with my star Wars figures that shaped yeah. my imagination and my childhood.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, same thing. I mean, a lot of it, like I said, was more with like my best friend growing up who was also my next door neighbor. He had like everything between the two of us, we probably had just about everything, you know? So, uh, a lot of it was that, but you know, a lot of times it was, it was me just by myself too playing with, uh, Playing with the toys. Um, I don't know if we ever got to look at your sand crawler. Hold up your sand crawler to the camera. So this that's a
0: modern re-release, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. This this was. I mean, because I think the original release was only the motorized version.
0: Yeah, there was a remote control sand crawler. And I don't
1: think that you could put. Could you put even? I don't even know if you could put figures in it. Could you? I I think it opened up. I think a side
0: compartment opened up. I don't know if the top did. But I think the side compartment opened up.
1: So this this was a this was a previous exclusive, and um, so this yeah this this like comes down. I don't know how you do it. Anyway, that there's like a little elevator thing that yeah comes down here. That's like the. Do way you remember
0: down. the Land of the Jawas playset? I don't want to mess with it too much, but yeah. So, they,
1: they do have a newer version of it. This, this was a previews exclusive. I had that at one time. Okay. I, I ended up selling mine. So, they bed, do yeah. have one from, I think it's a Disney store exclusive that's probably more like real scale. I like it's the like coloring
0: plus. and stuff on that one. I really enjoy it. Well, it's really got legitimate like dirt piece. on it too yeah. because it was in <laughs> it was in my basement. But, <laughs> no, it looks great. Um, but, but I have. Yeah, a- it's,
1: it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's definitely not in scale. I
0: I had the uh, Land of the Jawas playset, which had the cardboard uh, sandcrawler with a little elevator that lifted figures up into the cardboard thing. And then there was a plastic uh, beige desert base and a little cave for R2 to hide in and stuff. So, yeah, I had that, but I never had the sandcrawler until this previews version I ended up buying uh, in the 90s
1: or 2000s or whatever it was. I think it was the 2000s. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm wondering if they'll release a new version because it was in the Mandalorian. It was featured in uh, yeah. For yeah, Season I'd like to see a re-release. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, just one other thing that I want to mention. You were talking about how Hasbro or how Kenner kind of dropped the ball. Well, they didn't really drop the ball, but they just weren't prepared for the for the initial success and in their or or the uh, yeah. or the um, demand for it. Yeah. Would you say that Hasbro dropped the ball by not having a baby yoda out by last christmas
0: yeah oh definitely i i don't know what they were thinking now they're I, all I, over the place yeah but... yeah you see them everywhere um i don't <clears> know what they were thinking I, that they wouldn't anticipate the success of the show and the, the demand for toys um there's still very little mandalorian stuff in stores There was a wave of I've figures seen that came and went uh earlier this year that never seemed to get restocked yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's hard to find Mandalorian related toys. Now I just recently found the six inch Beskar armor, uh, Mandalorian, uh, at Target, which was really exciting. Um, but yeah, hopefully, um, you know, I think the pandemic has, uh, affected shipping and all this stuff, but hopefully as Christmas rolls around, we're going to see more Mandalorian stuff. All right, all right. On that note, let's wrap up this episode of top 10. And that was a lot of fun talking about our childhood. And uh, hopefully we'll have you again soon with a new topic, new episode. And in the meantime, the Force
2: will be with you always.